aka the traveling chafing queen. Sexy sustainability. Meditate, masturbate, medicate. Kimbology podcast. We are actually inside a dispensary. We're inside the Verilife Rosemont here in Illinois. So thank you for tuning in and thank you for everyone that's watching with us in the lobby live. Um, we're really happy to be here. Um, it's also Exotica uh. weekend. Shout out to Zach okay? Um, and so that's why we're here. We're going to be doing we're going to be doing the podcast live because we're going to focus on the masturbate segment today. Uh. And then we're going to be. Uh, uh, we're going to be interviewing adult entertainer Tomei Tang, who, fun fact, is actually a student of mine. So, yeah, I'm a pole dance instructor, and, like, they introduced her themselves as, like, hey, oh, yeah, I'm a full-times only fangirl. I was, like, skirt, skirt, like, talk. I was, like, yes. And then, like, I just kept that in the back of my head. And then, yeah, for this weekend, it's Exotica Weekend. And so uh, it turns out Kiva, Kiva Conventions, uh, Kiva Confections, I'm so sorry. They're our sponsor today. So shout out to Kiva. And, yeah, they're actually wanting to do a little something for love for this community, the sex community, the sex worker community, the adult entertainer community. Um, so you guys know I'm sex work adjacent myself, and I am a huge advocate for sex workers and everything surrounding that category. So I'm really happy to be here. And I, before we get started into that, and I introduce Tomei, I want to start with the, we're, we're going to do a really fun segment before. We're going to do Ask a Butt Tender, okay? And I decided to do this because I really wanted to get the beautiful people at the Vera Life Rosemont involved um, because I wanted them to just, this, I'm in their lobby. I'm like taking over their lobby no. with like talking about masturbating and shit. Feel I'm like, free. We love it. We love like, it. We love it. We love it. I got to bring them in. So today, guys, we actually actually have Sal, who is the amazing general manager here at Very Life Rosemont. <laughs> thank you. People. Thank you. Hello, people. I'm Sal. Yay. <laughs> Sal's here. And he's so cool, guys. Because back when I worked in this industry, um, under handling different labels and portfolios, I would, I would see Sal. Yes, would, all the time. We would move around, different companies. And right. yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I'm, I'm happy that you're here, and I'm happy that... You guys, and you are actually, I'm experiencing this with you yeah. in the first live podcast. I appreciate so, that, and I appreciate yeah. you guys giving us the opportunity to do this in our lobby during Exotica Weekend. Yes, yes. We're going to bring the people in. Let's so do it. Let's do gonna it. We're going to get crazy. So, <laughs> uh, I want to just ask you a couple questions, cool. um, just in the sense of, like, just because you're here, and I'm, I'm just so interested, like, you know, how long have you been the general, general manager here at Bear Life? Uh, officially, probably like six months. Okay, yeah. yeah. But, but you've been in the cannabis industry how long? Uh, a little over two years. Two years in February. Two years in February. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you start a little bit after the uh, adult use? Correct? Yeah, so okay. like literally right after. I think it was in January when in we January. went to adult use, and then February I was in. Okay, you know what? Okay, so... We were, yes, we did, we went adult use, what, J January 2020, mm -hmm. and then you started, what, like a February month? February 2020. Okay, February 2020, so yeah. the next month. I started, like, that summer. Okay. Yeah, because I was trying to figure out, because I started as a bud tender, too, oh. but I started as, like, uh, at Sunnyside in Elmwood Park, so I used to work there, and, yeah, it was just, like, that transition time. I didn't get to see 
before adult use? Me either. You know? Like, the first time I ever really experienced anything was waiting in line. Yeah, like, okay, so you waited yeah. in line. Okay, the first day, okay. I was like, oh, whoa, we're buying legal weed now? I got to just see it for the experience. Guys, when, when Illinois went, recre- like, adult use, recreational, there was, like, six, seven-hour lines to Wicked get Wicked line. It's, it was crazy. People were actually selling weed to the people standing Stop. in line. No. Yeah, what? <laughs> I know these people want weed. I'm about to just Not pull up. Not them, like, making a business in 100%, the line. 100%. 100%. So business cards. Yo, hit me up for catering, everything. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Wow. Okay, well, that was really interesting because, like, I actually wasn't here physically when it did go. I was watching the news. I was, like, traveling somewhere. It like, was a wild time yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was like, and I was like, I can't. Like, I would not be in that line because guess what I found out, too? Once I saw the lines and everything, I was like, what, where, how do I sign up for my medical card? <laughs> yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I'm a medical, are you a medical patient? I'm not, you actually, know? no. I just Listen, work here, so, you know. That's true, that's true, <laughs> that's true, that's true. But, uh, but, yeah, so this is great, though. I mean, I love, I love having this kind of rapport because I know we experience, yeah. like, we kind of started around the same time. So, um, but my question to you is, what is your favorite way to consume cannabis? Uh, I'm a big flower guy. I'm, like, addicted to blunts. It's my worst habit. Bro, blunts, <laughs> yeah. your throat hurts right now. I know. It was 100%. 420 yesterday. Yesterday, guys, right? Was yesterday? Uh, no. Oh, two days ago. Two days ago. Yeah. Thank you. I know. It's all morphing into one It's week. all morphing into one giant weekend. beast. Yeah. 420 <laughs> Exotica weekend. Four- weekend full of sin. I love it. Ah! <laughs> sex and cannabis. Yeah. Sex and cannabis. We're all about it. We're all about it. We're mm-hmm. not afraid of it, guys. We're not afraid. No, we love it, actually. We talk about it, right? Yeah. Um, when it comes to consuming flour, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I'm a flour girl all the yeah. way. I love flour i grow i grow i'm a grower oh, yeah you? yeah you didn't know that Sal? i didn't know that i gotta try the tr- i gotta try the kimbo strain you have to i don't oh my god <laughs> kimbo kush is taken already but kimbo like, kush know. is t- i know right wouldn't that have been super kimbology cute? kimbology og so sal just invented the strain <laughs> kimbology OG. i gotta get it i gotta do it i'm doing my third grow this year wow yeah so my third grow and it gets better every time yeah, and you like learn the more. I yeah. do it. I actually taught a cultivation class, and we had a whole month for Medicaid March. Oh wow! Where I taught people how to grow, but just the way I do it, you know. So like, yeah. kind of ghetto in my, in my greenhouse, in my backyard, <laughs> thing. But it works. It so, works. So we let me can. ask you a question. I know people that like grow their own weed, like yeah, refuse to buy weed anymore. That's after not that. true. Okay. I still buy weed. Okay. Oh yeah. Do you I feel different now though that you can grow it? Well, the thing is, I'm just learning more and more about the plant. So if so, if you guys have a specific strain yeah. or like some sort of like new, like I'm all about. About this plant so i want all the different forms of it okay. i definitely smoke cannabis from the dispensary all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. Me? that does not stop that yeah. you know what i mean if anything it just grows my love and my more like i want to like i said i kind of want to get in here just to be like okay they have this strain let me see how it compares yeah, like yeah. you just there's just so much trial and error when it comes to this plant yeah. so you know definitely not yeah, yeah definitely not. i treat it like you know going out to restaurants it's like yeah i could cook but like why would i okay i love <laughs> i love that because you could you could think of it like this right you could be like I want to go to Johnny's Beef, right, and get a sickening Italian beef for, For like, less than $10, right? Definitely sickening. Sickening. Delicious, right? Or you can go to, like, a Michelin star restaurant where you would get probably a delicious meal, same, but they're, like, different. Top tier. Quality. Quality. So it's, like, we can have both worlds. We can. And the same, and that's why sex and cannabis, I feel like we're both in this categories of, like, taboo, right? And so I feel like having these situations, having platforms like this, having you guys be open enough to support us, having Kiva sponsor us shows people and the community that we're okay to talk about sex and we're not afraid of it and it's a big part of our lives. I mean... Same bubble as weed. Same bubble as weed. The people that love sex also love weed. The people that love weed also love sex. 
Same. Preach. 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 <laughs> so what are you most excited about this Exotica weekend? Uh, going. It's my first time going. Yeah. Oh, I'm it's go- your first time it's going? It's my first okay, time okay, going. Yeah, okay. so I'm going tonight, actually. Yes, we're going to be going to afterwards, guys. So, yeah, if you guys are live watching us, we'll be, at it, we'll be there afterwards. So yes, we're gonna go come ahead. find us. Come, come, come find us, y'all. Come find us. Well, Sal, thank you so much Absolutely. for being on the show. You guys, give him a, like, give him a clap. Thank He's you, so thank great. You, thank you, yes. thank you. Um, thank you so much, and we'll see you guys later. At Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, thank Bye. you. Um, so, yeah, guys, at this time, I want to bring in another member of the Vera Life Rosemont team. She's the biggest sweetheart. She's been so helpful through this whole process, even back when I was working with portfolios. Her name is Alexia. She's going to come and join us. Yes. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thank you for the claps, guys. I know I didn't say it, but you guys already did it. Shout out to thank the, shout out to the crowd, guys. Shout out to the crowd. So, Alexia, thank you for being here today. Your curls are popping. Thank you. I'm surprised. She got that, she got that eyeliner. That wing is sharp. Crispy. Can Let we me get tell a zoom you. in? No, I'm just kidding. Can y'all zoom into the eyeliner? Because it's beautiful. <laughs> and we're you. just so happy. Um, thank you for being on the show. Um, is it your first time on the podcast? This is my first time on a podcast, ah, yes. Ah, Can you it. tell? No, she, she looks beautiful. <laughs> tell her she'll do great, guys. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. So, since it's your first time on the podcast, we, are, we have infiltrated your lobby. Thank you for having us. Um, we want to know, like, just a little bit about your experience as... Now, she's the assistant general manager here at this location, can you tell us, like, kind of your experience? How long have you been an assistant general manager here? So I've been the AGM here since uh, November, so a little, about six months here. Six months? I've actually worked for Verilife for almost four years now. It's pretty crazy oh, wait, to say you're like an OG? I am an OG. I started in the call center back when we had one, and I'm... Uh, now I'm an AGM. It's it's the coolest job I've ever had. They put me on a billboard, and now I'm on oh a podcast. God. Like, how much better can it get? You know what? <laughs> Let's like, be real. Let's yeah. just shout out to Vera Life because they, listen, they're taking care of their people. Four years. Yeah. You guys, that's like in dog years in cannabis. That's like <laughs> 10. Yeah. That's crazy. That's <laughs> awesome. I did not know that. Yeah, it's been a really long time. Well, it reflects in just like your work ethic and your personality. And <laughs> I mean, every time I come in here, guys... She is so sweet, so <laughs> helpful. Like, literally, it's Thank the best. Thank you. So, I appreciate that. I really do love my job. I really do. It shows, girl. You're doing <laughs> it. You're killing it. You're killing it. Well, I want to have this conversation, you girl to girls, you know, just kind of chitting and chatting. Because we talked a little bit about how the stigma is with, like, sex and cannabis and just, like, how people still... Some people have a little discomfort. Like, for example, my stickers, which I don't have on me right now, but it's... I have Meditate, Masturbate, Medicaid on my stickers, and I have my QR code there. And, like, I swear to God, one guy... I was, like... In, Link- in Lincoln Park or something in the city. I don't know where. And this guy, like, saw me, like, putting it up or whatever. And he mm-hmm. was like, oh, masturbate. Get that shit out of it. Like, it, like, offended him. And I was like, chill, dude, you know? So my advice, I just want to ask you, like, what is your opinion when it comes to, like, sex and cannabis for the Exotica weekend? Like, what is your experience? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely happening. It's all out there. We all do it. That's uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up is that, you know, when we think of, like, your average stoner, you just think of, like, a younger kid, late 20s, all he wants to do is smoke and not do anything. Uh, or when you think of, like, your average sex worker, you just think, like, plastic, beautiful, big, everything. But really, for just, like, normal people just trying to get through the day, get Literally. by and get high like and get by and get <laughs> yeah. high y'all. yeah that was cute that thank was you cute. thank that was you cute. yes yes so that was would be my first misconception to talk about and then also just like the link the bridge between the two I feel like isn't talked about enough you know like um, how smoking is such a love language at least for me personally you know just smoking not and a love language with, yeah, that's just, 
That's so good. Smoking and vibing with my fiance is like one of my favorite things to do when I get home from work. And it really just can have such a good impact on your relationship or just your love life in general. Girl, can you just like hear her talk all day? That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank I'm you. High as fuck too, Thank guys, you. So, but you're like, <laughs> and I had some Cheetos earlier, so like they're kicking in. So I'm like really feeling it. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, no, I agree completely. I feel like, you know, that's why I love. I'm so proud of this collaboration, really, because it just shows that we're going the right direction. You know, that we can kind of talk, have these conversations about sex. Uh, celebrate sex workers, you Absolutely. know, celebrate. Because, y'all, if we didn't have sex workers, the world, the world, can you imagine this this d- dumpster fire would right? be without, to let people just get it out, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It would so, be dark and dreary, for sure. <laughs> girl, I would not be here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I would have made it, so. But um, that's, um, thank you for being honest, thank you for being transparent, thank yeah. you for talking about these topics. Again, we're still kind of like, still in that little gray zone, we're still trying to like, be comfortable in that area, so thank you. Mm-hmm. But what are you like, most excited about this weekend? Like, um, oh, oh, also, she went yesterday. Tell, yes. tell us about your experience from yesterday. It was awesome, it was very sexy that was my first thing that i told uh my co-workers say when they asked me about it very sexy um did you dress was, up what did you wear um i did wear a very life shirt that i turned like into a crop top oh that's cute okay. and okay. um some of my, my platform doc martens yeah and i had like these black jeans that had like laces on um kind of on my legs it was giving dumb if you know it what was i mean giving, okay guys can <laughs> yeah. i just take a moment let me see if i can do it let me see if i can do yes. it yes Hey. Definitely was not wearing anything like this though. I have mine on. <laughs> I have mine on. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. I was feeling myself. I feel like it was appropriate. It was comfortable. She was feeling her. She was cozy yes. in her skin. Yeah. The you coolest got- thing about yesterday is that they had like the whole middle section was just a bunch of cam girls like going live. You know. Oh, that's so um, cool. Just right in the middle of Exotica, chatting with their folks and everything, and um, got a couple of them to give us Bear Life a shout out, yeah, which that's was exciting. awesome. And look at you. They're they're putting you on billboards. <laughs> right. You're, listen, they're, you're giving them a voice there, so that's great. Yeah. Awesome. It was fun. Um, I'm going to be going today. We haven't gone yet. I've gone before in the past, but God, it was before the pandemic. So it was like, mm-hmm. it feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. So I don't even know what to expect, the changes and everything like that. Back, I used to go there because I was a pole, I'm a pole dancer. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. And I teach it. But like, we would go there and just kind of walk around and they would have poles. They would have like X stage poles up. And then like, I would just go on there and just start swinging and like playing around and stuff like that. So it was really fun. So yeah. I'm hoping that that's... What's the, what's yeah, there the were cages and stuff. Poles were there poles? Were, yeah, there were poles. Some poles. Oh, my God. Yeah, guys, there, there were. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuck, I didn't bring... Did I bring my, like... Okay, sorry. Look at me. I'm like, did I bring my, like, pole bag? I'm like, can I pull? Um, that's exciting. I'm excited to go. And, Alexia, you have been so much fun to talk to. Thank you. Um, I appreciate everything you do. And thank you... Oh, shout out to you guys for 420. Because, yeah, that was definitely, I'm sure, a lot of work. So, yeah. thank you. Um, thank you again. For everyone to watch, I want to bring on one more person. Okay, thank you, thank you so thank much. Thank you Alexa. for having me. Uh, I want to bring on Oso. So he's actually a bud tender here at Verilife Rosemont. Okay. Um, hi Oso. Hi. How, how are, you? are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. That's I'm very good. good. That's good. Look at him listening, guys. His <laughs> his mouth's right on that mic. He's like tuned in. He's I gotta ready make to sure go. I'm doing it right. You know. I know that's right. I know that's right. Um, Oso, uh, do you now? Osain is your Osain's your yeah. name, but you go by Oso. Oso, yeah. I love both. So Thank I was you. calling you Osain earlier, you. but I was like, okay, Oso. Okay, I was calling you Oso. Um, how long have you been a butt tender? So I've been a butt tender for about a year now. Actually. A year? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, it's really fun. Uh, one of the 
best parts about it, to be honest, is like I work like in the back of house. Okay. So I like feel- what what does the back of house mean? So what I do mostly, like my job is like um fill like online orders or like for example if you were to walk in right now and yeah. place an order i would yes. be in the back filling your order Fulfilling out filling that order yeah and then the giving vault. it to okay. someone in the register and then you'll get rung out ah. um, we also do like restocking so if like something's going low okay we'll go to our vault which is like where we keep most of our stuff so the vault can you explain what the vault is because some people <laughs> listening actually might not know what, yeah, what is okay. the vault what so is the, vault? the vault is just like the secondary storage space that we have um it gets locked at the end of the day it's like a big like bank vault like think of like you so have to, you like, lock it up at night yeah, and everything like wow. you have to put like a little code in to like with like the spinny part you know where they get like the, the yeah like listen the big, to it yeah, yeah. wow like, really but only managers can open it so like only, and only managers few, can open only it only a select few can go in there not weed being in a bank vault though but that's like illinois rules right though. so like right. every dispensary in illinois is gonna have that uh, some sort of vault where they Definitely. have to lock away the yeah. weed. It's, it's wild, yeah. Because, you know, there's people out here that wouldn't care. Just I mean, on I've actually, here. the one of the, yeah, so I've, I've, I've not the dispensary I was at, but I heard of dispensaries getting, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately during the pandemic. Yeah, like, it was insane. Right, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I wouldn't be that desperate, but, like, that's crazy to think about. It's wild. It's wild. And they got so, away with it, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. can you imagine high-quality stuff? And you just got it for free. You just got it for He's free. He's like, can you imagine how high you would be? <laughs> You'd just, like... Be in your bed, there'd be like apes all around yeah. you. <laughs> like that guy on Breaking Bad when he's laying yeah. like on all the money, all he's the just money, there with like yeah. all the pre rolls, just laying listen, down. Hey, listen, I perform on stage and I get money thrown at me, so I know that feeling. That's awesome. I know that awesome. feeling of being <laughs> like, and I have footage on my Instagram of me laying in money, playing in money. I'll have to check it out. It's, it's a it vibe. Out. So that feel, I really can co sign what you said. Cool. Um, thank you so much. This of is course. like, yeah, this was like fun to talk about that. When it comes to, um, our sponsor today. Mm-hmm. So today, guys, we are sponsored by Kiva Convections. Um, they're a California can, uh, California edible brand, um, and they have products like Lost Farms and Camino. So they have lots of delicious gummies. I have taken one today, so that's why I'm very high. I took the uh, Lost Farms uh, gummy. So one of the yeah, the strawberry lemonade <laughs> one is litty titty. So yeah, it's great. So good. So good. It's like so ten good. milk, but it's it's got rosin in it. Yeah, that's right? what makes it really good. Oh my yeah. god! So it's like potent, you know. Um, but yeah, so when it comes to Kiva though, I'm just mm-hmm. talking about like some of my favorites. Clearly, oh, and they just launched their new one. Uh, for it's a collaboration with Huff, and it's yes. a Lost Farms the black Huff, cherry one. Yeah. The black cherry one. Yeah, which I had the day after their event. So they actually had a little. Um, no, it was like an event downtown. Yeah. It was in Juggernaut. Because mm-hmm. they teamed up with a skateboard. Yeah. It's like a skateboarding yeah. kind of like, yeah. you know, uh, boutique. And they were giving out swag. And it was like super what? fun. Yeah. You know, shout out to the Kiva team. I That's like guys. a really good collab, too, because like skating and weed it's almost like same yeah a heaven made match. Because you know I, mean? I bet you, I don't, no, I don't skateboard myself. Do you skateboard? Mm-hmm. I do, actually. So do you get, do you need, like, does it help you with It honestly does. So what I do, like, on my spare time, yeah. I go to downtown, like, Chicago, you know, just skate down Michigan all the way down to, like, the river, but I'm, like, smoking a joint the entire time. Oh and the God. really cool thing about it is that it's pretty loud on the sidewalk, so people get out the way when I'm, like, coming by. So <gasps> it's, like, bitch. it's, like, literally, I'm, like, get out the way. I'm, like, <laughs> on your left, on your left. And, like, they yeah. see it, like, last second, but it's a really cool 
It's like the baby version of like a blunt cruise, if that makes sense. A blunt cruise? You don't know what that is? No. When you just like... But I want to know. You know, it's like when like you and your buddy or like you and your partner or whatever are like going for a drive. You got like a good playlist going and... Sorry. You got a good playlist going and like you're just smoking and like enjoying the ride. Yeah, you know? no, for it's real. A okay, so like, okay, so like joy riding your car yeah. and like being high. Okay, I'm old, guys. I'm, like, in my 30s. So, like, I used to do a joy rides a lot. Because, you know, you ain't got nothing to do. You can't go in the club. You can't right. go to the strip club. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't, can't drink. place. So right, right. You, you know what I'm saying? Your mama's at home bothering you, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, we would go. We would waste right. gas and just drive around. Waste but gas, smoking gas. I didn't smoke weed back then. What? So what did you I smoke? Know. And so now I'm like, fuck, man. My, those rides would have been way better. <laughs> and they were already amazing. Right. Man, I'm kind of jealous just made for it you guys a little doing bit better. that. What was that? It, it would have made it just a, a little bit better. It really was, because now I ain't doing that. Because gas is too expensive. It I ain't is. doing no joy rides. All right, I got to get to where I need to go. Right, you could do it on the way. I could do it on, the, on the way. on the way back home. Right, back home. Okay, right? Right, there right. You're about to end the nights. You're like pre-gaming for when you get back home. He's a vibe. I could just tell. He's a vibe. <laughs> you, I love it. You too. I love it. Thank you. Okay, wait. So Kiva. Yeah. What is your favorite Kiva product? Um... I'll have to say they came out with these chocolate bars not too long ago. Yeah, the chocolate bars. Yeah. Yes. So the milk chocolate churro one is my favorite. Wait, they have it's a milk chocolate churro? churro? Like a yeah. churro flavored chocolate, chocolate bar? Chocolate bar, yeah. Dude, it was insane. I loved it. I loved it. I but highly you know recommend what, it. I'm a little scared for when edibles are too delicious because I'm a 10 milligram girl. Like, I can't do What? Too- yeah, I don't dab. I'm I don't sorry. dab, guys. I'm I don't sorry. dab. So, what's your favorite way to consume? Um, for sure, flour. But lately, I've been on the dab train. So your tolerance is high. It's pretty high. So yeah. I bet you you ate that chocolate up and enjoyed it. Oh my god! Like I, I ate the first half. Yeah. And then <laughs> first like half? yeah, because I was like you know I just that's fifty milligrams, guys. I kind of want to just go like all the way, you know. And then like a good like hour went by. Yeah. And like I felt it kick in, but I was like I just want to see. Did it slap you in the face and you know it, on, like were you on the ground? Oh my as god! Well? Like, I was like submissive for like ten seconds. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> like they, he put me on my spot. It was it was crazy. But, Dude. And then I ate the other half like an hour later, and it was just like on the moon from there. But it was amazing because I was watching Avatar with the blue people. Oh my! Because it's Shut on up. Disney Plus. Shut up! And I was rewatching it for like the first time in like five years, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh, you had a time, dude. It was you amazing. You had a time. You know what? We watched uh, the new Avatar. Oh, the second one, right? The second one. Yeah, I haven't we seen were... that one yet. Is it good? Yeah. Well, I mean, like we watched it. We watched it here actually mm-hmm. at Rosemont, the AMC. Oh, right the here. AMC. Yeah. Yeah, which is like right next. I don't next know which story, way it right is. That way. It's right yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, we got high as fuck, and it was amazing. I cried because it was also emotional. Plus, I'm, I'm was, a Taurus. It's was, Taurus season, guys. Was the ending? Is that your sign, Taurus? Well, it's Taurus? just, like, the, the whole premise of the, the, the sh- like, of uh-huh. the, I don't want to ruin it if you haven't seen the movie. I don't want to ruin it. But it's, there's some sad parts, but it's okay. beautiful. It's, like, v- visually, it's gorgeous to watch. Yeah, that's right? what I was, like, that's what I loved about the first one. It was just, like, stunning. It was stunning. It was but so you said, is, that, is your sign a Taurus? Is that your sign? I'm a Taurus, yeah. I'm a Virgo. You're a Virgo. I'm an I August Virgo. That's August why your energy is... I can sit here and talk Thank to you, you all day. <laughs> right? I love a Virgo. Yeah, we're I have, Earth signs. I have a time. We're Earth signs. Yes. Yeah, yes. Earth signs. You say we're out of time? No, no, We have the we, time to talk actually, all day. Actually, we don't, because producer's I'm giving me the... He's telling me to move on, <laughs> okay, so... Okay, for sure. <laughs> no, I can talk to you all. It was so. Thank you it so much nice for doing this. You. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for being thank on the show. Me. Shout out to Oso guys for the for the Ask a Budtender segment. <laughs> yes, clap it yeah. up. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and at this time, guys, we are gonna take a little quick intermission, okay? And we're gonna take a little break. And so when we come back, 
we're going to bring on our main guest, who is Tomei Tang, adult entertainer, <laughs> OnlyFans extraordinaire. I can't say that word. Uh, and yeah, we're going to have her on the show. It'll be fun. We'll be back. I can't wait. You are Yay. now listening to Kimbo-Wowji. Thanks for listening to Kimboology. We'll be back after these messages. This episode was brought to you by Lost Farm. From the makers of Kiva Confections comes Lost Farm. Strain-specific, plant-based, 10-milligram, THC, edible gummies and chews infused with what? 100% live resin and solventless live resin for a distinctively full spectrum, true to the plant high. Novices need not apply. Must be 21 or older to consume. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. You are now listening to Kimboology. Kimbo, aka the traveling chafing queen. Sexy sustainability. Meditate, masturbate, medicate. Hi guys, we are back from our break, and guess who's here? Hi. She's so sexy, y'all. Look at her. Look at her titties, though. Everything. Yeah. She's like, girl. A nipple might slip. I'm like, let it though. <laughs> let it though. Let it though. You guys, this is Tomei. <laughs> She's actually one of my students. Yeah, literally. <laughs> she, I teach her pole dancing, and literally, like, I met you because I was like, and I. Like I said, I told I told and earlier. And she's an amazing instructor, by the way. My favorite ever. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you've been, because you did pole before. I did. Yeah, I yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned more from you than any of the other girls. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. Oh, I really right. love teaching it. It's my, it's so much fun. I can I, tell. It, it, it fills me up. It Your energy's infectious. I can tell you love it. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I do. I do. I, just, I was like, listen, just give me the money, and I'm going to do it. I'm going <laughs> to teach you everything, you know? But, to me, I am so happy to have you on. Thank you for agreeing to be on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, of course. Of course. I'm so excited, guys. Tomei, we, I like to, like, so after class one day, I like took her, I'm like, let me go ahead and just take her out for a drink. I want to learn more about her, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I want it to be authentic. I, I, I don't want to yeah. learn everything about you on camera for the first time here. I, wanna know, I wanted to know a little bit more about you. And she has such an interesting, amazing story. She's such a beautiful soul. She's out here for the people, okay? So I'm going to let you start just by saying hi to the people and just kind of like, what are your pronouns? How do you identify, mm-hmm. if you can? Yeah, of course. Um, my name's Tomie Tang. Um, I've been doing OnlyFans for, like, as a content creator for about three years full-time. But I've been an adult entertainer for longer than that. Um, I use she, her, and they, them pronouns. I identify as a queer woman and as an adult entertainer and just a person working in the sex industry. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yes. She's so cute. I love it. And I, I love the way you, I love how you, okay. Mm-hmm. I saw her TikTok, okay, the other day. And it was so great. Because can I talk about this? Of course. Your, of your course. TikTok. So she went on, it was, she had this whole, like, 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 go with her on her first pro scene job. Mm-hmm. So when, and pro scene, can you break that down? Like what you did and everything? Like Yeah. So, um, okay. So I did OnlyFans, which is amateur, or okay. people also call it content creating, full time for, you know, three years. I recently did my first pro scene. The distinction there is like a pro scene is done by a studio. 
Um, so I did my first pro scene with Reality Kings, probably recognizable to many people. It's by MindGeek. Um, MindGeek also owns, owns Pornhub, guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I was on set. There was a crew. So um, she there was, was a call time. She was yeah. doing her TikTok, and she was like, follow me around on my first, like, on my and, post And obviously, work. I couldn't say what I was doing because it's TikTok. TikTok. But I was just like, guess what job I'm doing? And I'm like, you know, this is my call time. We're getting breakfast. We're getting coffee. You know, the crew is setting up. We're doing, like, our makeup now. We're doing photos now. Just, she was like, this is, she's like, this is my coworker. My coworker. <laughs> I was like, this is so cute. I, like, loved it. I, like, loved it. So yeah. your approach to that I also thought was really creative mm -hmm. because guys and we're gonna dive into a little bit deeper on like just like Sessa Fasta and like what that means and how the sex like sex workers are not celebrated on social media at all and how there's restrictions right mm -hmm. so on TikTok you're not allowed to have any sexual explicit content mm -hmm. they're not allowed you ban you're banned Girl, yeah. I had a photo of Rihanna wearing a thong on, and they tried to ban. They like yeah. took it down. I'm like, That's yeah, they're very strict. Yeah, and and even more specifically, if they know that you are a sex worker, like you have a link in your bio or something like that, they'll be even more strict on you. Because like I see celebrities who are not sex workers posting a lot of really suggestive content, and it doesn't get taken down. Right. So it is very like targeted. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's just, I don't know, it's just such a disappointment. But before we get into mm -hmm. all that, I want people to know more about you. Yeah. Okay? So first things first, uh, how old are you? I actually just turned 25. Yeah, I'm an Aries. Right. <laughs> she's an Aries, Aries queen. queen. She, Becky, she's born the day after you. Her birthday's April 16th. Mm -hmm. You guys, Becky, the co-host, <laughs> Becky's actually here, guys. Ah, she's, she's helping out. She's in the lobby. She's supporting. She's the best. Um, yeah, so she's an Aries queen. Yes, I love yeah, that. Nice. And you're 25. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. And you did say that you have been on OnlyFans for three years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Almost three years. Almost I started years. in August 2020, so my three-year mark is coming right. up. It's yeah. coming up. That's right. And we and the, that's and we had the same distinction because I started Kimboology podcast in August that's 2020. So funny. So we had the same <laughs> anniversary. Yeah. It's so cute. It's so perfect. I love this. Um, so yeah, so you've been doing that for three years. I want people to know, in a sense of like. Because I want, I want this to be understood that, you guys, sex work, sex work is work, right? This is a job, right? And so people are getting paid to do this, and it's not... That's why when you were doing your TikTok um, post, you were saying, this is my coworker. Like, mm -hmm. it needs to be respected in that sense, okay? And so when it comes to OnlyFans and the distinction between... And I think we... I got into this more, if you're a listener... Go back to a few episodes ago. Me and Becky actually talk about the documentary on Netflix um, that highlights YouTube and like the whole and Mind Geek and how that you know. I actually helps. watched it last night. Mm -hmm. Can we dive into to, it? to get into the space? You know, I'm forgetting the name of it. Money shot. Money yeah. shot. Money mm -hmm. shot on Netflix. An OnlyFans story or something, or not uh, OnlyFans. I'm sorry, story. a Pornhub story. Yes, I would love to have your. I would love to talk to you about that too. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm jumping the gun. So yeah. when it comes to you. You, what made you decide to get into doing this in general, in, in being an adult entertainer? Okay, so we'll have to go back to when I started stripping okay. in college. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I was I worked at a strip club back when I was in college. I had like a, a normie job during that was my day job. I worked as a reporter. Later I worked at a nonprofit. Like I was very interested in things like public service and stuff like that. Okay. Obviously that doesn't pay very well. But it, it was like my though. passion, you know? So it, it does not. Journalism and all that? It doesn't as an entry level reporter? Absolutely yeah. not. How um, much do you make as an entry level reporter? You're making an hourly wage, like slightly above minimum. 
minimum wage. In Slightly Arkansas. above minimum wage <laughs> yeah. as a journalist. As an entry level We got, some, we got yeah. some people in the audience yeah. shaking their head vigorously to that. And you're doing the job of like five people. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then I and then I worked at a homeless shelter actually for LGBT you? young adults. Yeah. When Again, you were stripping? we actually made minimum wage at that job. Oh my god. But it was my passion, so I wanted to stick with it. But I was also like, well, I need to pay the bills, so I decided to strip at night. Um, wow. The pandemic started. I got laid off from my normie job, and the clubs closed. And then even after they reopened, it was not the same. So basically, I'm like. Immediately, I was totally jobless. So, yeah. Oh my God. A lot of my friends who are also strippers, immediately, because they were, they've been doing this for a long time. They were on their game. Like, they were like, we're going to make it OnlyFans right now. And I was like, I don't know. I'm shy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm shy. I don't know if I'll do it. What if my parents find it? Like, I was right. like very much hesitant, but I saw them doing well. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll reconsider. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm so happy you said that because I know the tea. She told me. Mm -hmm. Now, if you were op open to disclose how much you were getting paid, like she was telling me like, like during the highlight of what, COVID, you were mm -hmm. getting paid like what per month? There like, was how a, much? There was a boom because of the pandemic because everyone's, everyone's inside. Everybody's watching porn. Yeah. Um, my best month ever, I made $52,000. 50 dollars to, we got claps. We got claps for that. <laughs> Y'all, in one month, guys. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So talk all the shit you want. Did you make $52,000 in a month? Because I didn't. You know what I mean? That's, and I think like, it's yeah. well-deserved with all the work that we do. Listen, but, but see, people listen. in other jobs should be getting paid as much, too, in my opinion. But I think teachers, journalists. Oh, my God, yes. Severe, it's just like insane how they're not getting paid what they need to, do, to get and paid. And it's such a vital job to society. Like vital. Insane. Like I know so many teachers that are quitting their jobs because they just can't take yeah. it anymore. I had like editors at the um, the news station I worked at. Like so they were they had been doing this for a while already. They were not entry level. They still had second jobs. <laughs> are, can you disclose where you used to work or no? Do you not want to say their name? I don't think I want to say their okay. name, but it okay. is an NPR affiliate station. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. NPR affiliate station. That's where you used to work as a journalist? As a news reporter and host, yes. And a news reporter and host. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to the mic, could you talk a little closer? Yes, Thank of course. you so much, yes. Mm -hmm. um, we just want to hear your beautiful voice. Of course. Sickening. And our mics, we just have a lot of... We're in the lobby of a dispensary, guys. It's getting a little <laughs> loud, so we just got to, you know, talk a little lighter. Um, so, yeah, um, that was great. I love the story of that. In a sense, I also had a really good, good dear friend of mine, too, that was a CPS teacher and also mm -hmm. stripped as well. Because, wow. yeah, I mean, she was like, I love what I do. I love being a CPS teacher, but I can't pay my bills. You know what I mean? And I'm like, girl, like, do what you got to do. So she would go and strip on the weekends and... You know, it's scary you know. because of the stigma. Like, it's, you know, like you, you worry about maybe losing your normal, your normie job. You right. Know, right. Because of right. what you do. And that's the mm -hmm. and it's really honestly because society, you know, has a problem with the, you know, the sex work community being sexual. So like being liberated, you know, we can't even get into the religious topics of everything. Right. I actually like have a religion for me. Like I believe in God and I have believe in the universe, but. I don't think there's anything wrong with what mm -hmm. we do either. I believe in a higher power as well. Thank yeah. you. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, a higher power. Like, but it's just, you know. Yeah. So, okay. So you, you're 25. You know, you've been doing OnlyFans for three years now. You've been, you've made fifty-two thousand dollars. Like, that's like, was that your best? That was my best month ever. That was your yeah. best month. What mm -hmm. is like, 
not a not a good month in OnlyFans, you know. You know, I'll tell you what I made in my second month ever. I feel like my first month I didn't really try. My okay. second month I was, but again, like it's crazy the difference. Um, in my second month I made seven hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, <laughs> okay, still. I'd be like, hey, I'd be over there twirling, you know. But it's like full time, you know what I mean. So I was like, full time. So in the beginning, it's hard because you're like, oh my god, when am I actually gonna make money? But you just have to be persistent, and it's slow. But you have to build like your platform. You have to be consistent. You have to do like promo every single day. So it's work. Yeah, it's work, and it's unrewarding at first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so I love your story, and so you said seven hundred fifty dollars was like. You know, that was like starting out. Yeah. Starting out. So, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. In that sense. And then you get it. It is a full-time job. So mm-hmm. you have to post, create content, mm-hmm. um, edit the content. Yeah. Buy so, all the equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm doing the work of five people, <laughs> but for like way better money. Uh, listen. <laughs> okay. And doing, listen, I doing better. Like, I think that like do, what doing sex work or being an adult entertainer is just like fun liberating empowering yeah. like i love it you know so i've I'm met like, like the coolest people i've ever met through really like the sex industry yeah like other sex workers where yeah. has it taken you like has it, has it taken you to like certain people that you never thought you might meet or like um yeah it's allowed me to travel a lot okay yeah okay. because we okay. do meetups we do like collab parties and stuff so i've traveled more than i ever have in my life okay. i have the money and the freedom to do so now as well because i don't have like a you know a nine to five schedule right, i have to ask right. off for work and all of that shit freedom <laughs> yeah yes. um so i've met really cool people um my, I mentioned when we were talking, my best friend, Emma Magnolia, she got me into OnlyFans, actually. We used to be strippers together. I honestly, I have to shout her out because, like, she What's was What's her name again? Like, Emma Magnolia. Emma Magnolia. She is a bad bitch. Very successful. Porn girly. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we knew each other before we even started, either of us started in the sex industry. So that's, that, that's it's beautiful to watch you guys yeah. all. Yeah. No, she almost, like, kind of low-key mentored me. So I really, like, you know, I'm just, I really appreciate her. That's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a mentor in, in, in the sex work mm-hmm. you know industry that's that's beautiful mentors are really do our you know they help us so much yeah you know? so I'm, I'm happy that you had that it's almost like like in the you know in like uh, the ballroom scene how they have the mothers and yes. the fathers of your house you no, know she's so. kind of like she's like a big sister to me I love that as like someone who doesn't have any siblings I like need that <laughs> right okay so I'm yeah. happy you said that great transition right great segue so you mentioned that you're an only child mm-hmm. okay so how 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 is the rela- how is your relationship with your family with what you do as a as a professional career is that something that comes into a problem in your family or Okay, so honestly, I, I'm not close to my parents to begin with because, um, like I mentioned, I'm a queer woman. You're a queer and woman, okay. so my dad is a white man in the military from Oklahoma. Oh, my God. My mom is Korean. We have a lot of similarities, my mom and I. Really? But, yeah, we do. She was a bad bitch in her day. <laughs> I love that for you <laughs> yeah. guys. But, you know, like, she also has, like, very traditional values around family and stuff like that. Okay. So, already, I'm not very close to them because, like, my queerness is a point of contention. Okay. So, because of that, I don't even feel comfortable really talking to them about what I do. Okay. When they ask me what I do, I just tell them that I um, do communications or I okay. say that. Or sometimes I'll say that I still freelance, right? Like, I still do freelance journalism. Okay. I don't know how they believe that I make this much money as a journalist, but they do. <laughs> 
They're like, she killing it as a I journalist. I guess so. <laughs> That's but, wild. Yeah. But I know a lot of um, other creators and adult performers who have very supportive families, actually. I think that there's, like, a stereotype that, like, we all, like, you know, our families hate us or, like, we have daddy issues or mommy issues. But it's actually surprising to me, like, as someone who doesn't have a supportive family, yeah. just how many girls I know where their parents are just involved in their lives. Really? Super supportive. Yeah, yeah. And I love that for them. I absolutely love that, and I think that needs to be talked about more yeah. because I think this, that that is the stereotype: is that if you work as a sex worker, then you know you're not your family, you know, automatically like is not okay with it, or like you said, you have daddy issues, mommy issues, <laughs> you know, whatever. I definitely you know. have mommy issues, but uh, I don't represent. Listen, but it doesn't <laughs> mean not that's everybody why does. Oh, yeah, let's talk right. about it because we all have <laughs> issues, right? Okay? All of us. So all of us need therapy, goddammit. But anyways. <laughs> Um, thank you for being transparent. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Because, you know, I, that's another thing is, like, I always i am really cognizant of being respectful yeah. on a sense of, like, where everyone's at. I don't want anyone to be on my show and be, t- you know, like, I want to be transparent. If you have something like, Kim, I can't talk about that. I'd be like, mm-hmm. bet. Then no. don't talk I'm, about I'm it. I'm definitely, like, an open book at this point. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. So, okay. So, let's keep going. Let's see. Uh, okay. This is something that we both can relate with as well. Um... We're both thick, half-Asian women. Shout out to us. (laughs) I'm half Thai. She's half Korean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we're both thick-ass Asian bitches in this bitch. Yes. So how does it feel? Because I know that for me personally... When I, before the pandemic, I was training very heavily. I, I was much smaller than I was but I now, feel that. Right? And then the pandemic happened. You know, I was cozy in my skin. You know, I was eating, you know, good yeah, with Rick literally. Dog, you know? And that's when we got shacked up because of the pandemic. And so now, <laughs> look, he's, we're doing, we're a whole media company together, so it's great. But when it comes to, I've had to do a lot of work when it comes to feeling good about my body again and the body that I have now. So I want to know how, how it is, is your, how was your experience with the industry you work in being a, like a thicker Asian American, like adult entertainer? There's definitely pros and cons. And like, there are days where I am really like, like I love my body and I'm happy about it. And I love that it sets me apart. Mm -hmm. That's like definitely a thing. Like even just industry wise, like even just industry wise, um, you want to have something that sets you apart, you know, like for your job, like, so that like, you know, I, I know that because I'm tall and curvy, that sets me apart. And so I you play that up tall. a lot. You're yeah. T- because like, there's very few too. Asian women that are five, nine and you're five, naturally nine. curvy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a tall Asian woman. Yeah. That's yeah. So I bet you like do you do you feel like that's gonna really ultimately like make you stand out and just like I think that like it's just good it's good marketing to just play into what makes you unique and play it off as a strength. Um I will say that it gets hard sometimes because I do feel like because of like the beauty standards of society, it is like more widely appealing to porn consumers, like if you are like a more petite, um, younger looking woman. I I like rejecting that though. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because like uh, there's a lot of markets that are untapped, you know? Like I not like everybody that. has to have a BBL, not everybody has to be super, super skinny and short. Like yeah. Talk so. about it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have a, a time in your life where you did feel like, oh, I have, to, in order to be an adult entertainment and be successful, I have to be smaller. I have to play into that, that type of character or whatever. You know, when I started out, like when I started as a stripper, this was like, you know, before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, just like you, like I was way, way thinner. Um, I feel like I, 
Yeah, I definitely felt like when I started out, I had to sort of play into being like a, a petite, like young looking Asian woman. I think I had a different audience too. I feel like I had a less diverse fan base because I feel like white yeah. men have a type. <laughs> white men love some Asian women now. Yeah. I can say that. My sister's Asian and she's with a white man. That's right. My parents, no. Yeah, your parents. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah. My brother, he's Asian. He's with a uh, Italian woman so yeah it's very common yeah but now that I'm thicker I have a more diverse fan base um and I I don't know I feel more comfortable in my body and I I do feel like I don't have to play into those racial stereotypes as much because there's other like there, there's other like qualities that I can play up you there's know other qualities in a sense of like for you and your and who you are you're tall you're half, I mean, the thing is, like, I'm also half, yeah. You're half, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, like, I want to talk about this too because I'm half. And even though when you look at me, you see a black woman, right? For the most part, I mean, you see my hair and my texture, you're probably like, she, what is she, Dominican or some shit? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> people don't, I, it's rare when people are like, you're half Thai. I'd be like, yeah, what the fuck? For you, do people know that you're half white or do they assume that you're only Asian? People just assume usually like off the bat that I'm Asian. I get other stuff too. Like people some like what people think? think that I'm racially ambiguous. Like okay. a lot okay. of times people think I'm Latina, but I get that more after I gained weight. Because really? I'm curvy. When I was like really, really skinny, I felt like it was more like, oh, you're definitely Asian. You're definitely Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt in that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then you got a little thicker and now they're like, is she Latina? Yeah. Is and, she and that's kind of why like I still am very vocal about like, yeah, I'm a thick Asian girl, but I don't like play up those Asian stereotypes or whatever, like okay. as, you know, market in that direction as much anymore. It, because people, could... I'm perceived a little bit more racially ambiguous now. And also, okay. so it's like, yeah, like, you know, I'm just. And gonna... it'll just be like, listen, I'm for everybody. Like, I don't, you don't have to like yeah. put yourself in a category because I feel like especially with the algorithms and stuff like mm -hmm. well not not that social media does celebrate sex workers but like if you if you put yourself in a category it highlights that category whatever yeah, it may be it and does. then you're like known for that yeah so if you were to highlight right like you said the your your asian side then you would just yeah. try to be known for just that you don't want that right you want to be like known for just more than yeah, that. Yeah, that could just be like one of those things right, that I'm known right. for. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I know. I feel like people are going to do it automatically, like put mm -hmm. us in categories, but I think I love that. And I this is going to be a great segue because I want to talk about your activism work. Mm -hmm. I think that when I found that, when I found out that the, all the activism work that you, sorry, I can't say that word. Hi, spot guys. <laughs> activism work that you've done in the yeah. past, I was really pleased and very proud and like... I was just like, she's awesome, you know? So, uh, so this was in a sense of like, uh, this was something that happened what, but before the pandemic or during the pandemic was when you were, high, what was it, protesting BLM? Oh, the protest, uh, pro the protest related arrests and stuff yes, like that. Yes, yeah, that yes. was during the George Floyd okay. protest 2020. Okay, for yeah. the 2020 George Floyd protest. Mm -hmm. What city were you in predominantly? I was in Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh my gosh. So yeah. she was in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And you were living there at the time? I was living there, yeah, military family. Oh, that's yeah. right. I was mm -hmm. like, how is that? Like, I was yeah, like, I went from South Korea to Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay, and then, okay, before we get into the activism work, so you lived in South Korea mm -hmm. for a little bit, right? You said mm -hmm. you were born here, though, right? So can you tell us mm -hmm. a little bit about, like, because you went back and forth for a little bit. Yeah, so I was born here, but as a baby, actually, my parents took me to South Korea. Okay. And I, okay. Grew, I basically grew up there, and then when I was 16, okay. I moved to Little Rock, Arkansas. All of this because of my dad's job. Right, where it's your military. Yeah. Okay, okay, interesting. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's the thing too. You're an Aries, and this is something that I was like, oh, she's an Aries, and she's had to go back and forth, and like, mm -hmm. like 
I know what Aries, shout out to my Aries co-host. It takes you a while to like warm up to people. It, so then it for does. you to like go back and forth like that, like and you're a child too, you're like young. So yeah. it, I bet you it just made you so much stronger. I, I think that it did. I was like painfully shy back then. Really? Yeah, I really was. And I feel like it was hard to make friends because of like the moving back and forth and stuff. But yeah. also like it, it does make you more resilient and you become more like, I feel like culturally fluid, you know, uh, more open-minded, more mm-hmm. open-minded. Cause you got to see two different. Yeah. I'm glad cultures. I didn't grow up in just one town and then was in that town forever. <laughs> that's not, yeah. I, I, then, I can't even conceive of what that's like. It's not that, it's not that cute. I mean, <laughs> I'm like Chicago. I grew up here. I'm like, I, I started traveling. Chicago's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, listen, I love Chicago, but we listen, we're not perfect. Okay. We got our True. things. We got True. our things, but <laughs> Um, that was such a unique experience that I, mm-hmm. I, 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 or you had a, such a unique upbringing. So I wanted to highlight that too and talk about that too. Um, cause she has experience living overseas. She lives in South, South Korea. Mm-hmm. And what town were you in? In South Korea? Yeah. It's called Songtan. Songtan. Songtan, which is near Osan Air Force Base. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the closest major city is Seoul. Yeah. Okay. So about like 30 minutes from Seoul, I think. Yeah. About. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. So really cool. Yeah. You speak Korean? Um, I do. I feel like I lost my fluency a little bit. I've been in the States for a long time. <laughs> and if you don't practice it, guys. You got it. Yeah, you got to practice it. Yeah. You have to use it or lose it. So I need to. Okay, because I'm going to Thailand next month, you know, and I'm half Ooh. Thai, but I, I'm i rusty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, when I was there by myself backpacking for a month, I got to like practice. I was doing, oh, you'd be proud. You know, I was getting around, <laughs> yeah. asking for the bathroom. I mean, and you have to because you're immersed in the culture. Yeah. You, and you have to want to try. So I think, like, in the sense of like, when it comes to Thai people, they're really complimented when people are trying to speak. Oh my God, Korean people are the same. The same? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, cute, cute. Because, like, certain cultures are not. You know what I mean? <laughs> French people. I know y'all don't want us to speak French. even Because I, I was in there, I was like trying. They were like, oh, bitch, just stop. Just don't, don't even try. That's <laughs> actually so funny. Wow. But yeah. The French people being like that. They're, they're like, <laughs> like mm, nah, don't even. Nah. I can see like, that. They're like a little snotty like that. But anyways, mm-hmm. love y'all down. Um, okay, so cool, 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 cool. So we're going to go back to the activism work that you've done. Because I, mm-hmm. I wanted to show, because when you said Arkansas, I wanted to remember, I remembered that you lived there for a stint, but then you were also going back and forth. Mm-hmm. So. Back to Arkansas, okay, and this is the, the, the highlight of, you know, when all the BLM, Black Lives Matter protests are going on and supporting, and then, you know, obviously, we all know in a sense of, like, how big the George Floyd murder was. It amplified, I think, I mean, I was able to have conversations with my sister-in-law, who's an Italian white woman, for the first time about racism, wow. whereas we didn't really have that rapport. Because I just didn't know how to approach it, you know? It's not always comfortable, you know, to talk about racism. It's, it's, and I don't want to always be that angry black bitch in the room. Like, I'm tired, you know yeah, what I mean? It's it, a it very... finally became, like, you know, the elephant in the room. Like, people just had to start talking about it. People yeah. had to address it, and you had to know kind of where people were at. Mm-hmm. So it was important, you know? And so, can you talk a little bit about your experience when you were living in Arkansas, Arkansas during that time and what happened? Um, so I lived in Arkansas for six years. Um, and since I was about 17 or so, I was involved in community activism. Um, at first, it just started because I was like a queer person and like my freshman in college. I didn't know anybody. I wanted to connect with other queer people. I felt kind of like isolated. Okay. And it was the first time I was like out of my parents' house. My parents are homophobic. Are so, they? so I was looking for a community, you know? I was like coming out of my show. Yes. Um, yeah. She let and, titties out, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then connecting with other queer people, they were involved in activism as well. And then it became a priority to me. Um, okay. 
because like I think I mentioned this when we were talking like Arkansas and other red states the environment there is so oppressive to marginalized people that there's a real sense of urgency in activism that really? I feel like I don't often see in like more states that are considered more liberal. Um, there's a lot of really strong um, marginalized communities, really strong activists in the South who are essentially like being held hostage wow. by these fascist state governments. Yeah. Um, wow, and they're and they're having hostage. to deal with that. Oh, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it, kind of <laughs> it feels that no, I yeah. mean, like you live there, so this is like the words that you're saying are the the feelings you were going through, the emotions you were going through, and so right. it, I can just feel that that tightness, that claustrophobic feeling of like, wow, like it yeah. needs to happen. Like like I said, I worked at a um, I worked at a shelter for LGBT young adults. Uh -huh. um, the reason why this even existed is because of just how common it is for young LGBT people to become homeless, especially in the South, because of like the religious attitudes there. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, I want to like mention what shelter as well, so that people yeah, can support, support yeah. them. You know, put your dollars like where yes. it counts. It's called Lucy's Place. What is it? Can you say that one more time? Lucy's Place. Lucy's mm -hmm. Place. And, and it's still operating. It's in Little Rock, Arkansas. Lucy's Place in Little Rock. They Arkansas. are directly serving and housing LGBT young adults who are unhoused or housing insecure. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you for shouting them out yeah. and please like please guys go and support because that's huge thank you thank you yeah because yeah, it's like half the time i'm like i don't know where to like put my in the right place because yeah we all i'm sure red cross and all that stuff like all the things that people are like oh we're claiming the money's going here whatever allegedly but mm -hmm. we'll see but anyways going back to your um your experience there so you volunteered with them you, you what did you, you like you... I, I worked there okay. and at the time um, there was a the the executive who no longer works there um, laid a lot of people off. I just want to mention that she doesn't work there anymore. She don't <laughs> so, work there no yeah, more. Yeah, so support them, support them. Thank it's, you. The org is full of good people, but okay. at the time, you know, we ain't perfect. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, yeah. But but I loved that job. I loved the people that I served. I loved okay. my clients. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like you're so passionate about helping people. It's so beautiful. Like when I hear you talk about it, I'm like, I'm excited because I sweet. feel like she's. I feel like she's gonna come up with something probably in the works so like, with helping the community. I hope more. so. Yeah. Um, I try to volunteer with Swap Chicago. That's the sex workers outreach project. Swap Again, Chicago. another org to support. Please, and this is yes. in the community right here. So yeah, Swap Chicago. Mm -hmm. org? The, the sex workers outreach project. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes, guys. Okay, so support support them as well. This is great. This is yeah. great. Um, okay, so. When it comes to um, that, in a sense of like the activism work that you were doing and you're super passionate about, has it ever come to be an issue with just what you do in the industry? And like, ha like you know, is there anything that's kind of like about the activism that's been like, man, like I would love to do this or doing this has like, because you know, it's not, it's, it's not looked, it's not we're, in a sense of like standing up for your rights, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, We've, I've merged, I've protest, you know what I mean? Some people get arrested, some people get yeah. hurt, some people, it's, it's dangerous, guys, yeah. you know? So did you ever fear, like, when you were, like, doing it? Did you ever feel scared? Like, what was your experience with that? Um, I, I mean, I was definitely very scared. Getting yeah. arrested was very scary. You were arrested? Um, I was arrested twice. You were arrested twice? Yeah. Wow. Um, in, Arkans in Arkansas? Yeah, okay. in Arkansas. Okay. Okay. Um, I, got a, I, was, I got a misdemeanor the first time. This was just curfew violation, which is what they use to try to keep people off the streets gotcha. and they don't protest. Gotcha. And the second time was actually a federal felony um, for an alleged vandalism oh of my. a police car, allegedly. 
Allegedly. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. But yeah, so it's scary. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, when it comes to sex work, though, and its relation to that, I mean, I feel like as sex workers, we're already stigmatized and pushed to the margins of society. Right. It's like it almost doesn't feel like a huge stretch to then participate in like activism and protest. Yeah. You know, and it's like I feel like for a long time, sex workers have been involved in activism because we need to be. Got you. Mm-hmm. So it's like a survival. Yeah. Like you feel like you need to. Because in a sense, too, like, I mean, we all like if you don't know, but like the trans community is not is it's so it's scary. I've heard so many people lost their lives that way in a sense of like just trans people living their lives and they just hate racism. You know, and it's 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 really, really scary. Yeah. So to put yourself being a queer woman yourself, putting yourself in those situations, it shows bravery. Okay. It really does. Because, you know what I'm saying? I did some activism work and I did some protests, but honestly, like, I ain't out here every time doing it and then getting arrested like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so I, we appreciate that. It's really important. That's, that's really sweet. I, yeah. I feel like I need to take a moment to um, mention that, like, this federal felony case, my, my co-defendant, um, her name is Dawn Jeffries. Uh-huh. I, I wish I could plug her social media. Maybe I will later. But Yeah, maybe we can put it in she, like, the show notes or something. Yeah. She is a black community organizer who has done so much work in Little Rock, Arkansas. And she got... Um, she was also involved in our case. And she has... She's just gone through... She's gone through much worse than I have. Really? In terms of her arrest and the legal consequences that she's facing. So... And she also has a child. I, I just want to say that, like, you know, again, like, I don't want to take all the... The credit, like, I feel like I need to give the credit to her where it's due. Thank yeah. you. What yeah. was her name again? Her name is Dawn Jeffries. Um, she has, like, a fund, you know, like, to help her with, like, her legal expenses okay. and things yeah. like that. Um, we'll get the information from you later, yeah. and we'll put it in the yeah. show notes and stuff so you guys can see in the but comments thank you, or whatever. thank you, though. Thank you. Of course. Of course. <laughs> this is, like, what it's about. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're here with Exotica Weekend. You know, we're mm-hmm. here celebrating the adult entertainment We're talking about world. real shit. <laughs> real shit, real pussy, real titty. Okay? Y'all mad? Be mad. Okay? Um, and then, so, just for me saying that, right i'm sure people are jarred like oh my god but let's talk about a little bit about sesta fosta right Mm -hmm. because i think this is really important to kind of like talk about i don't think many people know about sesta fosta or fosta sesta could you like kind of share a little bit about what is that and like you know like how that affects society Mm -hmm. and social media and all that Uh, my understanding of sesta fosta like if i just could define it in the most basic way basically before sesta fosta social media companies were not held like liable for what their users upload to their sites so if somebody uploads something that's illegal the company is protected from like having to take responsibility for that um because of sesta fosta like there is now an exception to that rule meaning that um companies can be held legally liable for people Um, uploading illegal content on their sites got you because of that reason companies want to be really really careful because they don't want to be held responsible. Of course. Why um, would they? Yeah. And so they're heavily censoring almost any type of sexual content because what is defined as like commercial sexual acts is really open to interpretation. So that's why, you know, Instagram is shadow banning people or just taking down posts because you're wearing a bikini or something like that. Yeah. I post a photo of Rihanna and her thong. I get pulled off from TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I was like, eh, okay, you know, it's Rihanna, but whatever. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I was like so confused. Thank you for breaking that down because I I don't think anybody really understands because I feel like if you guys want to watch a really interesting documentary, watch Money Shot on Netflix. It's really, really interesting because it actually breaks down. It like really educates a lot of people on 
uh, sex work and then adult entertainment, uh, the actors and workers and, pro- and professionals that work in this industry. Mm-hmm. And, and then it also gives you a little insight on like how, the, how it's very nuanced and how, how it's not tied. Like sex trafficking and child pornography and the world of sex work and entertainment, there's these like worlds that they want to blend because there's people uploading illegal illegal right because child pornography is illegal right um sex trafficking is illegal rape like anything of rape or abuse all of that's illegal but because you know if in again this is in the documentary and we talk about this in the prior episodes too because on on Pornhub you could anyone can upload whatever Mm -hmm. that used to be like that it used to be right then they they ran into those issues as well. Mm-hmm. So there, you can imagine the types of things that are being uploaded on there constantly. And so also, I think that was another reason, right, that they mm-hmm. decided to come out with Sesta Fasta. Yeah, right? I think Pornhub was the catalyst because it got so much like media attention. But what's so like messed up about it is that it has this sort of like trickle down effect yes onto us like adult entertainers like adult performers and also like full service sex workers as well just the entire sex industry it affects us even though we are not the ones responsible for those crimes right it's not sex workers uploading that kind of like you know child pornography horrible shit horrible shit yeah Yeah, like the most fucking horrible shit in the world and yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, but but we uh, we sort of have to bear the consequences and take yeah. responsibility yeah. <laughs> and there and so basically and i want to highlight because for example uh tomei has um several instagram accounts yes. right have you guys i have you so know, many <laughs> she's got a lot and why do you do that because i keep getting deleted off instagram yeah boom, boom. so what was your like following list that you're like when you before you got deleted like or did you get deleted when you were like at a certain following and then you're like fuck you have to start from scratch um a lot of times when you get to a big following i feel like you're more likely to get deleted actually really yeah yeah um i had one account it was at 50k and i haven't even gotten it back yet it's just gone forever but yeah and that's so unfortunate because it's like you guys, a lot of people, business, small business, everyone gets, they use social media as marketing. Mm-hmm. So these, so. And as, it's actual work, right? And like it's work. everyone who knows, everyone who's done marketing or social media management knows it's like so much work to build up a page. Listen, like, we're in a dispensary. So cannabis is also felt that it's not celebrated oh, on social media either. Yeah. So if you have ha- post weed, photos of weed, you are at risk to getting pulled. Um, I've, I've posted, um, cause I was making cannabis butter mm-hmm. on my TikTok and I, I didn't know. Oh, I'm like, er, yeah. I just like literally didn't know. It was like in the beginning guys. I like posted it on TikTok. They were like, bitch, you thought took that shit down. And I'm still like, it's still one of those, like I have like three, like, what is it? Three X's <laughs> and you're out, you know, you like, you know, it's whatever. It's so funny because I see people trying to promote their like weed related businesses yeah. on TikTok and they have to do the most like weird creative stuff. Like I've seen people like do, you know, like those like things like, um, you can use to roll blunts, like yeah, whatever, yeah, but people yeah. will put like. Like seaweed and be like, oh, I'm making a sushi roll. And I'm like, wait, we know what that is. Like, so in a sense, I do love that it's actually made people super creative. Yeah, and it's like, hilarious. Actually, and like, it's funny. Like, my oh God, I really hope we don't get rid of TikTok. I really love TikTok, guys. Please yeah, pray too. for TikTok. Pray for TikTok. Um, well, honestly, you've been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for educating us, sharing your story. We're gonna take a break right now, but I just wanted to just sit here and just praise you guys clap it up for tomei <laughs> oh thank you she i love you kimbo we I'm love a fan. you i'm a fan of you. we're both fans of each other yeah you know <laughs> seriously no seriously i wanted like i think this platform is important for us to like have 
you know, real people, that, not, not some yeah. rumors or like, oh, I heard this. Or like, no, I want to mm-hmm. have Tomei on speak her truth, speak her experiences, speak her journey, because that's the only way we're going to learn. That's the only way we're going to, like, just, just break the stigma, mm-hmm. right? And talk about taboo things, and it no longer will be taboo. So thank you again. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yes we're going to take a quick break, guys. We need some uh, weed. Okay, we need to smoke break. Maybe. I don't know. No, that's fine. I'm going to eat and do a little break. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, you we're going to do meditate, masturbate, <laughs> and or medicate. Yay. Sexy. We'll be back. Sexy. Yay. Sexy. Sustainability. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. This episode was brought to you by Lost Farm. From the makers of Kiva Confections comes Lost Farm. Strain-specific, plant-based, 10-milligram, THC, edible gummies and chews infused with what? 100% live resin and solventless live resin for a distinctively full spectrum, true to the plant high. Novices need not apply. Must be 21 or older to consume. You are now listening to Kimboology. Kimbo, a.k.a. the Traveling Chafing Queen. Sexy. Sustainability. Meditate. Masturbate. Medicate. Medicate. Hi, everyone. We're back. Hi. We had a nice, cute little smoke break. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some snacks. Got some <laughs> snacks. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait to eat after this. I'm so I hungry. I too. Yes. Well, we're back, guys. We're feeling really good. Um... We've been, you know, we've been shitting and chatting with people in the audience, in the lobby, so it's been really mm-hmm. cute. Everyone's been super supportive. Thank you for, thank you for the engagement on social media. I've been, I kind of checked into my Instagram a little bit. We're getting tagged and stuff, so that's oh, awesome. Nice. Yeah, we're getting a little shout-out, so thank you so much. We appreciate you guys, as always. Um, so now, guys, you know what it's time for. It's time for meditate, masturbate, and or medicate. Um, so this is our wellness segment, so if you are new to the show... This is our wellness segment, and it's super fun. This is where I ask the guests, meditate, masturbate, medicate, and we incite those uh, pillars of each of them. Meditation, we can talk about wellness, mental health, therapy, journaling. We can talk about, and then the masturbate, of course, sex, which, of course, we've been talking about this whole time. And then uh, medicate would be, you know, medicine, plant medicine, so psilocybin or cannabis or whatever have you. So. What do you choose and what, and like, you can choose all three, you can share a little bit, like, whatever you want. It's a, it's a fun segment. Yeah, no, well, the first that comes to mind has to be masturbate. Uh, yeah, like masturbate. I feel like that's, like, not surprising, so what I do, like, I'm, like, a professional masturbator, basically. Com- <laughs> Yo, real tea, she's a professional, ca- you're a professional <laughs> masturbator! We have a professional masturbator on the show, guys. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Um, so, yeah, what do you want to talk about in this, in masturbate? Oh, my God. Um, well... Okay, related to Medicaid, I guess. I like, okay, if I'm just like masturbating just like for myself, just to have some fun, um, I like to do it high. I feel like smoking really helps my sex drive. Actually. So we're kind of doing both. Yeah. We're doing a little Medicaid yeah. and a little masturbate. Okay. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like everybody has this experience maybe, but I get horny when I smoke. Like, if I smoke a lot. If you smoke a lot? Mm hmm. Okay. I do. I also like, so part of my job is editing my own porn. Okay. And I definitely get turned. I Hold definitely- on. We're like, we're like, re- there's the lobbies really loud right now so i'm gonna like try to talk over the the, the loudness <laughs> yes. that's happening no, people are just so, having a good time people are having a good time in the lobby guys so we're gonna just probably scream a little bit yeah so, yeah sorry about that yeah so i spend a lot of time editing my own porn and i'm not even gonna lie like it definitely turns me on yeah. and i definitely masturbate to my own porn like i'm not Wait, ashamed 
I'm not ashamed. Yeah. You masturbate to your own I porn? Have, I have often masturbated to my own porn because I'm editing porn. Like, I'm editing it. And I'm just like... That's fucking hot. Yeah. I'll be like... And it's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm vain for that. <laughs> but like, I'll be editing it and I'm like, this is so hot. The <laughs> listeners are watching and they're like, nah, girl, I'll do it too. <laughs> right. yeah. like, bitch, me but, like, too. Like, yeah. I'll be watching it and like, you see angles you don't normally see of yourself. And so, yes. sometimes it's a little weird, but other times okay. I'm like... Are you a voyeur? I feel like I'm more an ex- exhibitionist than a okay. voyeur. Okay. Mm-hmm. A voyeur are people that, you know, like they like to watch. Yeah. Like watch live sex or watch like sex. I am a voyeur down. Oh my God. I yes. need a mirror. Like I always want to yes. put a mirror. When you I know was, what? Maybe I'm a little bit of a voyeur then because I do like, like watching watch, myself. You like to watch yourself. Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. Do you try to like angle yourself so you can see, yes. the, <laughs> so you can see yes. the action better? Yeah. yeah. I, I like love having sex in front of a mirror. I love oh. having sex in front of a mirror too. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That means you probably are a voyeur too. Yeah. Like, well, like if you do those tests, you can kind of see like kind of what categories. Like, <laughs> yes. You're like, I'm a rigger. I'm, a, I'm an exhibitionist. What is exhibitionist? So it's like the opposite of a voyeur. It's like when you like being watched. Oh, but you yeah. like being watched too. Can yeah. you? I, I bet you could probably be both. Yeah, right? no, there are definitely people who are both. Yeah, I feel like I've always like considered myself an exhibitionist, but okay. like after okay. doing porn, like starting to enjoy watching myself, like definitely more also voyeurism. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. And so you said that being high helps you, right? It does. With yeah, it helps with yeah. my sex drive. It makes me horny. It makes me. Hor- I feel like it just relaxes me. You know? Yes. It's Have like, you? Oh my god, being high and masturbating is like the perfect combination. And that's why we're here, guys. Like that's, that's a good night. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a lifestyle, y'all. That's a lifestyle. <laughs> well, I mean, sex and cannabis are honestly should be kind of like married together more often. Oh, like right. that's why I'm really happy that we're here because we're kind of doing that. You know what I mean? We're kind of bringing the, both the stigmas of the world together and yeah. celebrating it. So how awesome! Yeah. Was that Um, when it comes to okay? So you said that you like to watch yourself masturbate. Are there certain porns that you watch that you like? Um, I have to say that I've always liked um, hentai and doujinshi. So doujinshi's are just like the manga version, basically. Uh It's like the illustrated version of hentai. I I don't know what I, I like about like. Uh, cartoon porn I don't know yeah okay wait can you break that down again so the hentai is what and then the other one so hentai is like animated like anime whereas anime, uh, doujinshi okay. is like the manga doujinshi. basically it's just illustrated like a comic book it's something like growing oh, up that's I, the difference yeah, okay. I used to go to conventions a lot I still do sometimes like cosplay and anime conventions and they often sell like 18 plus like uh, doujins there okay and it's like kind of cool to like own them you know fuck yeah collection yeah, yeah. I bet you that girl that's, and it's like a collectible for your like just like yeah that's super cute i don't know what it is too i can also relate and say that i love cartoon porn i think it's <laughs> yes. great normalize it let's normalize it yeah hentai is what i was i know but the other the other word don do uh dojinshi dojinshi i didn't know or that dojins. was yeah dojins okay mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't know that one so i was like oh wait tell me more because i do watch mm-hmm. dojin too yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 There's also, okay, let me know if you know this. There's also a category of porn where it's like very realism. There's like, it's realistic. Oh, like 3D? Like 3D. Yeah. Like three. So I, I watch also, those too. I yeah. sometimes Google like, or I'll, I'll do it in like, you know, my platform that I watch it at is 3D hentai or 3d cartoon porn 3d mm-hmm. hentai yeah, no, yeah i've definitely enjoyed those as well yeah, yeah i think that there's just like you can be so much more creative when it's animated <laughs> like you literally real freaky yeah literally you do, like there it's it's being created so it's like magical yeah. like oh my god it's so cool uh, i love watching that and then um when it comes to like 
like watching. Do you ever watch like live people like have sex or not live people? I'm sorry, like people having sex in a cartoon. I or? do sometimes. I, I feel like I like. I really like amateur stuff. Yeah, okay. amateur you know, porn. I mean, like, still yeah. love for studio porn. I've been in studio porn, so like, I have love for it. But I, I like the authenticity of amateur. Yeah. And do you watch women or men? Both. Women, I women, love both. queer porn. Love like queer especially porn. like queer people who make their own porn. Okay. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. My my friend. Um. So my friend Ivy. She's Plant Gal on Instagram. I love her. She's also Plant a creator. Gal. Love it. Um. She coined this term. I love this. Like she always likes to say that our porn is farm to table porn. Because farm to table porn. <laughs> Wait, because I love we make that. it, we make it ourselves. That's it's like you're supporting. Fuck. It's like you're supporting, a, you know, a small business. That's yeah. cute as fuck. We need, <laughs> we need t-shirts that say that. That's really yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. You need, you need merch. That's really cute. Farm to table porn. Oh my god. Yeah. Thanks, Ivy. <laughs> right. Shout out to you, Ivy. We we love you. Um, cute. Do you want to do a little bit of uh, like meditator mas- medicate? Um. Yeah. Sure. Well, for meditation, journaling is important to me. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. so happy you're saying yeah. this. We're like aligned. We're so yeah, aligned. We are. I recently started to, I didn't think I could ever journal. I don't like, I it just, it's so hard for me to sit down and yeah. write, but I, I bought this book and it ha- has helped me because it like, you answer these questions. Oh yeah. What type of journaling do you do? I've always journaled just because I love writing. I mean, that's why I went into journalism and stuff. Um, right. Yeah. I feel like I've done it less just because I've been busy, but I'm trying to do it more, but. Do you want to write a book? Yes. <laughs> Cause I, yeah, I want to write do. a book too. Oh my God. <laughs> I yeah, can see you we'll writing a each book. Other's books. Yes, I can see her. I can see Tomei writing a book down. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. You, would you write about like maybe like experiences, like, like your experiences, or like? I, I've always thought about writing a memoir. A for memoir. Sure. Yeah. Well, we got a lot. You go. You go <laughs> it's gonna be continued on. You have to grow it up. Yeah, like, you're, you're experiencing always, it now. So yeah, maybe a little bit later on when you like. I've, I've always wanted to write a memoir, but I've always thought like, oh, my, is my life interesting enough to write a memoir? Yes. And then a bunch of stuff has happened since then, and I'm like, I guess I, now, yeah, I guess it is. I'm now. reading it. I'm watching it. I'm reading it. I'm right. Me, me, and producer Rick will write it. Okay. And we'll yes. we'll put it on HBO Max. Yes. Hey, speaking into existence. Hey. Yes. hey, hey, hey. Um, cute, 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 yeah. cute, cute. So yeah, journaling has been really fun because I do feel a release afterwards. Is that what you mm-hmm. feel when you journal? Yes, it's a little hard at first. Like like you yeah. said, it can be hard to like sit there and like think like, well, what what do I want to write about? But once yeah. you get into it, it kind of like for me, it just flows. Like I start writing about stuff that maybe normally I wouldn't. It wouldn't be as easy for me to talk about with somebody, you know? Okay, so you can get it down on paper and like yeah, okay. and it helps you okay. collect your thoughts. You know, it's like therapeutic. And you know what? And you know what's so real? Because, you know, did you, okay, when you went to like grade school, middle school, whatever, mm-hmm. did you have writing class? Did you have to write, did you have like penmanship class? Oh my God. Yeah. Do you, like, I, okay. we had to learn how to write in cursive. Yeah. No, we don't, okay, we don't okay. even okay. use the cursive you know anymore. They don't really do that anymore, right? Yeah. I don't think they teach it anymore. And they were like, you're going to have to know how to use cursive yeah, like, cursive. in the future. And literally never have I had to. <laughs> I think the only thing I write in cursive is my name, like right. my signature. You know what I mean? I don't do anything else. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Okay. So I was, it's just because I don't know what generation like they stopped that in. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like the new was like honestly like they don't they don't teach penmanship they don't teach cursive i think I by think the time i got to middle school done like i don't think I, I had to continue doing it that's crazy yeah i know the <laughs> whole like squiggly line thing yeah so like for me with journaling like honestly because i don't write as much as i used to like it's like yeah i i'm always on my phone i do i type things up yeah you know what i mean i have literally notes on paper but i typed up so journaling has been a little bit more 
it felt I feel like that release because I'm actually feeling like almost a fatigue in my hand yeah from writing down yeah like, actually physically writing it I feel like is more therapeutic for me than typing it's, it's almost like an exercise yeah I'm like exercising my fingers too as I yeah. write and I'll literally be like wow like my hands like yeah. a little tired I so. guess I lied I guess I still do use cursive but it's like I exclusively use it to journal actually because it's That's faster yeah, yeah it's and I also feel like I kind of like that it's like harder to read I don't want to I, I have a habit of editing while I write because it's uh, from being a journalist and like you. writing in cursive stops that oh because then you can't like you can't like it. yeah you can't like be reading and editing at the same time you uh, know? I got you I got you I got mm-hmm. you that's so cool it's interesting how you tie in like with the journalist background yeah. So, like yeah your meditative practices because mm-hmm. that's uh, typically yeah I mean everybody has different ways of meditating but I truly think journaling is definitely a meditation I love form. journaling yeah mm-hmm. for sure sickening yeah. well you did dive a little bit into like hey we could talk a little bit more about sex and cannabis too because I know that you mm-hmm. said you tie it together but when it comes to Medicaid so do you smoke flour? Do you smoke? Ed- do you eat edibles? I like flour. You, you like flour yeah. too? Yeah. Do you like edibles or no? I, I like edibles. It's all right. I feel like I, I like being able to control my intake more. Like I feel like with an edible, it's, you know, you can't, con- I don't yes. know. When you're smoking flour, you can control like your intake as you're going. And yeah. it's the onset time is instant as opposed yeah, to like an exactly. edible. It could be up to 20, 30 an hour maybe. Yeah. And also it. just like you, I'm like a 10 milligram girl. So it's like, I'm not going to be like popping edibles. <laughs> Oh my god! What, that, the bud tender earlier also was like fifty miller. I was like, uh, I would be having an out of body experience. I would be on the floor. It's yeah. way too much for me. You know, I literally, yeah, it's just too much. Hey, do you have a bad edible experience oh my that you want to share? A story? I mean, like a story. I feel like everybody does. I feel like everyone has. Oh, I took this brownie one day. I yeah, I ate the whole thing. I shouldn't have. Or I ate a cookie or a Rice Krispie treat. Or I don't. I, it's like I don't have any crazy stories. I mean, one time I worked at like a call center <laughs> in college, and Tell my friend more. brought a tray of brownies, and she forgot to tell me. <laughs> She forgot to tell me that they were like weed brownies. So I had one. I just had one. Okay. Okay. That, yeah. I got scared. I was like, I think I've always been careful with edibles. That's why I don't have a crazy story. Okay. But okay. Yeah, no. But how did you feel after that uh, brownie? Honestly, it was like a little anxiety inducing, but it's a fucking call center. Like, I'm glad I was high. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> you were like, actually, bitch, it helped. Like, I work in a call center. I need like, all the weed I, I yeah, need all the weed I can. Yeah. yeah. That's, okay, sickening. Yeah. I went to um, Kazumi's birthday party. You know, Kazumi, she's a, she's like, she's like the, the queen of OnlyFans. She's um, also an Asian OnlyFans creator. Okay. She throws these crazy ass birthday parties. Really? And um, she gives out free edibles at her parties. I had no idea how strong it was, um, but I was already on the way out of the party when I took one of her edibles and I like just passed the fuck out. Because, like, I didn't, I was, like, I didn't, like, check to see how much it was. Uh, And then afterwards, you're, like, oh, fuck. But she was giving out bags of these. So it's, like, like bags of these. Do you know how many milligrams it was I think it was 30 per gummy, but she was giving out bags of those gummies. Oh, shit. Yeah, (laughs) People were fucked up at that party, but they were having a good time. Hey, listen, more power (laughs) to you, you know? I mean, literally, what's the worst that can happen is that you get really hot. You get sleepy, right? You're going to go sleep it off, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. However, there is some tricks because... I have experience with my, my little brother's autistic and some sometimes when he has too much TH, THC, it's yeah. like too, too tr- it's like it, it, it does something else to his body. So it actually like he has like um, anxiety. He has attacks. Yeah. With it. So a great way to come down if you're too high is chew on uh, chew on peppercorns. Wow. So if you take peppercorns, you chew on them. The capsicum like helps reduce that like anxiety that you get from like the, the high. I did not know that. That's actually really yes. helpful because I yeah, get anxiety when I'm too high. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I've been there. Rick Dog, 
knows I was very high at one point and I was like I don't know how to be unhigh I want to be unhigh like so I didn't know this but it really does well also CBD oh so yeah CBD and, and THC it's like they, they counteract each other mm-hmm. so if you have pure CBD and you can eat that or whatever that'll help too mm-hmm. so little little tidbits but uh sickening mm-hmm. um you've been so much fun to talk to oh I like God, so I can you. talk to you all day this has been so much fun um I want to like just know what's going on in your life is there anything that we can kind of like keep a lookout for in Tomei's life you know are you doing any events soon well or? I'm gonna be at Exotica tonight and tomorrow I'm gonna be signing or I'm gonna be signing at the booth for um Elite Talent Direct okay mm-hmm. um wait you're yeah. gonna be signing at that booth yeah what booth is it going to be? Elite you know? Talent Direct. Elite it's Talent called. Direct. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just look out for press releases. I have PR now. You have PR, bitch? Yeah. It's the rub. The rub. Yeah. They're great. Sydney. I love them. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even go through your PR. I'm sorry. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna be um no you're good. Oh I just started with them. Oh, I was like, I, yeah. I, I went past I just let them know. I was like, I literally I like, bad yeah, I was like, do. I'm already doing this interview, so and they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna get congratulations. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do some more pro scenes, but um my best stuff is always gonna be on my OnlyFans. So yeah, that's onlyfans.com slash Tommy Baby Doll. That's T-O-M-I-E baby doll. Tommy, baby mm-hmm. doll. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, do you disclose like you do. You have you have like I see that you post on your stories like you, you have like uh, free days or discount or like you have like all these oh, promotions. Yeah, yeah. Like, she goes out promo- Oh, like, actually, my page is free right now for my birthday. Oh, it's free right now for my birthday month. Yes, yeah, sickening. So right now and it's birthday limited month. time. Yeah, so okay. you know, so you can go. It's, on- it's like a thirty day free trial. Essentially, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Oh my gosh, yeah. sickening. Come on now. Wait, the alignment. Wait, the alignment though. The alignment? I can't. Because literally it's your birthday month. You, you, uh, your three-year anniversary is coming up soon. I know, yeah. You know, we had this weekend with Exotica. And now you guys can go and support Tomei on her OnlyFans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a free month, but please pay her afterwards. Don't be that bitch. Okay. Yeah, we want you to stick around. <laughs> stick around for all the cute stuff. And then where, do we yeah. have any platform? Do you want to talk about the other social media platforms that I'm you are Instagram, on? I'm on Instagram. Okay. I'm on Twitter. And I'm on TikTok. And okay. it's the same for all of them. T-O-M-I-E, baby doll on all platforms. Yay, mm-hmm. yay. I plugged some orgs earlier. I want to like maybe repeat them. Um, sex Workers Outreach Project. Sex they support outreach. sex workers here in Chicago. Um, and in Little Rock, Arkansas, where, you know, a lot of people are really struggling right now because of the red states. Right, um, right. So I talked about working at Lucy's Place. They house LGBT young adults. Um, another org is Intransitive. They support transgender Arkansans, right? And so Arkansas is passing some of the worst anti-trans laws in the country. So Intransitive, yeah. really key to supporting them right now. Okay. Um, and then for uh, my co-defendant, Dawn, um, Little Rock Freedom Fund, um, black community organizers in Arkansas are being targeted for the work that they do. And so this organization supports them. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. You've been so great. Thank you so much. You guys, how great is she? Woo! Hey! <laughs> you guys, please go and support. And then, yeah, we're actually headed to Exotica later. Woo! So find us. Me this and is Becky, your chance to talk to us. Talk to us. Mm-hmm. Come, you know, I'm going to try to wear these crazy boots that I have on. <laughs> I almost okay, fell yes. outside the other okay, day. Yes. Or like earlier. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to go and just hang out. Just, you know, play around with the, you know, the adult entertainment. So mm-hmm. maybe there's be a, if there's a poll, I'm jumping on there it. There are. Okay? There are polls. Mm-hmm. I'm jumping on it. <laughs> the other polls. There's polls. There's pole dancing involved. Yes, yes, yes. So, guys, first of all, I just want to take this time. 
to thank our sponsors, right? Thank you, thank you, thank you, Kiva Confections for allowing this to happen. Thank you for supporting sex work community, adult entertainment community. Thank you for supporting Exotica. Thank you for Vera Life Rosemont. Brr, 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 brr. Shout out to Vera Life Rosemont for allowing us to take over their lobby for this time span. Thank you to Sal, Alexia. Thank you to Oso. You guys were amazing. Thank you for leading the butt, Ask a Butt Tender portion earlier. And of course, thank you, Tome. You're thank you, best. Kimbo. I will see you in class, boo. Yes. Of yes, because, you know, we do the pole dancing thing. So, and we want to thank you guys, okay? We want to thank you, the listeners, the audience that are watching us and support us. We really, really, really will not do this without you guys. Uh, and then, of course, Rick Dog. Rick Dog Network, come over here. Show your face. Show us your face. We got the Rick Dog Network here who handled everything. So thank you, Rick Dog Network. And we will see you guys soon. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Hey, 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 we need some like twerking music. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. We'll shoot the damn dog.